This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Gracie you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. They can't even agree on a motion to adjourn. Better yet, a speaker. Think about that for a second. The motion to adjourn just a short time ago approved 216 to 214. Four Republicans sided with Democrats against adjourning. So how is this Congress going to be able to get anything done when it's a squeaker on whether or not they're going to adjourn? The House will reconvene at noon today for yet another session beginning without a House speaker. Representatives from the camp supporting Kevin McCarthy's bid met with a block of uh, conservative Republicans. We've heard about this group staunchly opposed to him before the House reconvened at 8 p.m. in an effort to get a sense of where everyone is at after six, count them, six failed attempts at electing a House Speaker Tuesday and Wednesday. Mayor Adams, New York City Mayor Eric Adams, went on a tear yesterday on a number of topics, ripping into his predecessor, Bill de Blasio, and even took on our own Curtis Slewa over Sliwa's suggestion that the war on rats should be dealt with with feral cats and his suggestion, suggestion that is, Curtis Sliwa's suggestion, that he would do the job for free. Mayor Adams says, come on down if you're willing to do the job for free. But I do recall that the job was being advertised for $180,000 a year for a rat czar, so why would Sliwa do the job for free? Mayor Adams also declared, he also declared that the migrant crisis might bankrupt the city. Bears repeating, the migrant crisis might bankrupt the city. But yet he still will not blame President Biden. And so former President Trump, uh, it appears, uh, is failing to sway these McCarthy holdouts as this speaker race drags on throughout, throughout six ballots. I'm going to start with a couple of telephone calls on what's going on with Congress, and then I'm going to let you hear some of the things that Mayor Adams had to say just a few hours ago. He was on a tear on a number of topics, and as I've said consistently, the city of New York badly mishandled the migrant crisis, and now the mayor's talking about it could bankrupt the city. Let's begin with Morty in New Jersey. Good morning. What's on your mind? Uh, good morning. Good morning. I just, um, you know, I just wanted to say something about uh, McCarthy, just because you know, I, I, um, 
I really never I, – I haven't – I haven't not been a fan of the guy, but I don't know. I just feel like there's something off. Like, he's got some – you know, he's part of the uh, – Part of the swamp. I don't want to say that, but anyway, he's renting out a um, renting out. A, I know this is an old story, but he rented out an apartment from um, from that guy Frank Luntz in Washington D.C. A penthouse apartment, and he's paying pennies on the dollar for it. Um, the uh, the apartment. I mean, it's just uh, it screams out like, well, why? I don't know. It's just something. It's just something weird. Thought okay, so anyway. so 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 you believe that the group of the twenty conservatives that they're headed in the right direction because. I see them as just being destructive for the sake of being destructive. Yeah, I mean, come on. We, we, we said this whole time, let's get in there, let's change, and now let's get in there and fight with each other. Now let's get in there and fight with each other. Let's make stuff happen. Everybody's laughing. Every, you know, all the other people are laughing at us. Let's get, you know, let's get something going. Let's work together. Compromise. Yes. That's what we're, you know, that's what we're supposed to do. Debate, compromise, Yes. exchange of ideas. Yes, I agree with you, and I thank you for your telephone call. Let's stay in New Jersey. Ellie, Ellie in New Jersey, good morning. What's on your mind? Thank you, Dominic, for taking my call. And I want to point out how you, you could look at it both ways. You could look at it that they're making a hassle when we have the chance to take the house, but you could also look at it that this is being long-term. You could it, this, it's Kevin McCarthy's not going to be replaced if we win a bigger majority next time. This is long-term. They're going to try getting rid of the establishment. That was what the whole Trump revolution was. So they're taking their chance now while they can. And what, and what good is that going to do the country as it relates to Washington and Congress? So if they manage to root out more the draining the swamp, it's definitely more effective. I, I'm not saying I agree with them necessarily, but I could hear their point of view. And, and in the meantime, so, so you support the fact that government, uh, as it appears right now, and hopefully they'll have this resolved soon, but no matter what, we're going to have a speaker, right? where if he goes against the wishes of just five Republicans, they can they can start the process to have the speaker removed. Now, is is that really what we want to do with our government? No, that that I think is going too far, Dominic. But I could I could hear their line of reasoning and in, in, in why they're trying to get someone else. And and again, last time Paul Ryan was also something like this. It was it ended up being a compromise between the, the more extreme and the more moderate ones. For all you know, we'll get a compromise here, too. Jim Jordan's on the table. There are some other good ones. Well, I, I keep hearing our callers mention Jim Jordan, but he says he doesn't want the job, and uh, and his name is not being talked about as in, in contention. But, Ellie, I appreciate your call. Let's go to Frank in Staten, on Staten Island. Good morning, Frank. How do you see this all playing out? How are you doing? Yes, uh, good morning. Yeah, Speaker of the House, you know, we, we need one. Is the third in line to the presidency, in case something happens to you know president and vice president on, on, in one day. So you, you need this. And what they're doing right now is it's pure uh, obstruction, destruction. They're not building anything. And the three culprits that bother me the most are this, this guy Gates and and uh, Bulbert with the glasses and and and, uh, and Blondie uh, Marjorie Green and it's like the three of them I, I mean if this was like a Howard Stern show he, he would be like uh, saying like like what's up with the three of them or the or the three of them you know <laughs> going on I mean it's something weird with, with the three of them and I'm sick of the three of them but what did Matt Gates do he's he's talking to AOC right well the the only from my perspective it's easy to burn down the house but but what are you going to do when it's time to rebuild it? And the country must go forward. And right now, Biden and the Democrats are saying, look at these dysfunctional people over here. They cannot agree on anything. And it's not looking good for us, we the people. Thank you for the call, Frank, uh, calling from uh, Staten Island this morning. So let's, let's get to uh, Mayor Adams. We're going to go back to your telephone calls. I see them from Suffolk to South Carolina to Manhattan. I promise we will get to them. But let me go back to Mayor Adams. This administration badly handled this migrant crisis. Badly handled this migrant crisis. Why would you send your immigration commissioner out there to greet these buses? Are you looking at the signals that you are sending to the migrants, and more importantly, not to the ones that are have pulled up in the buses, but to the people at the border that are going to say, let's go to New Weather, York. Let's go to New Weather, York. We can get a good life. We can live in the, in the hotels and on and on and on. 
Now, the mayor of New York City, Mr. Sanctuary City himself, is warning that this could bankrupt, he's warning this could bankrupt New York City. We have to solve the migrant-immigrant issue. So it's easy to point to whomever is in the White House at the time. Those are Band-Aids. We have a problem at our borders. And El Paso shouldn't be going through this, and no other city should be going through this. And so when I say the federal government, I'm talking about Congress and the executive branch resolving this issue of our migrants. That's what I'm talking about. And we're not going to try to simplify this to say, well, you know, should it be just uh, Washington? No, we have an immigrant crisis that we can't continue to ignore. Can't continue to ignore. I wanted you folks to hear the mayor say in that soundbite that the city could be bankrupt. But that's not the clip that we that we had there. But notice he was responding to, well, okay, the city can be bankrupt, Mr. Mayor. Well, what responsibility does your pal, President Biden, and the White House have? Notice he talked around everything else except Biden. Everything else except Biden. So the city could very well go bankrupt based on the mayor, the chief executive of the city, but he is still not willing to blame President Biden for any responsibility, and that's just wrong because the buck stops here with President Biden and the southern border. And I get it. I understand the national politics implication. You don't want to you don't want to uh slap the hand that's feeding you whatever the saying may be, but there are times when you have to call a spade a spade. And all of this is going on under the Biden administration. So that's one topic. That is one topic where Mayor Adams responded to just a couple of hours ago. Now to Curtis Sliwa. The mayor bashed Curtis Sliwa as an unemployed nuisance after his former rival in the race for mayor, his Curtis Sliwa's offer to become New York's rat czar and to personally step in to put an end to the ongoing rodent problem, in particular at the mayor's Brooklyn building. And so, and you're going to hear that in just one second. But I don't know what's going on at the mayor's row house in uh, Brooklyn, but he beat one ticket, right? The same inspector, the same. And that inspector's got to be kind of bold to write three tickets at the mayor of New York's uh, residence. Because, you know, folks, we already know what's going to happen to that uh, inspector that wrote these three tickets. Six minutes from now, he'll be sent to Siberia. Whatever the worst assignment is in the city of New York for inspectors, that will have his name on it, this inspector. But so anyway, this inspector has wrote now a total of three tickets at Mayor Adams' residence, and the mayor says he's going to um, fight the tickets again. But this is what the mayor had to say about Curtis Lewa. Well, first, Curtis, yes, I will take him up on his offer. You know, uh, if he says he would be my rat czar for free, uh, I'm going to call him, and I would like for him to come on board to do it. Don't put it out there if you're not willing to uh, live up to it. If you're going to write a check, make sure you can cash it. So, yes, tell Curtis, come to be my rat czar, okay? And he's going to realize this is not a Tom and Jerry playful commercial here. This is real stuff. And so, yes, I look forward to him. I will make sure, Adon, can we bring him on board? He could be part of our internship program because I know he's probably looking for a job since he lost the job that he was trying to get. Uh, So, yes, thank you very much for giving me that information. Can you imagine these two together? I own Curtis Lee and uh, and Mayor Adams. They were barely able to tolerate each other for an hour long debate twice. Can you imagine Sliwa in a meeting uh, with the mayor and the mayor's deputy uh, commissioners and so on? It he would last maybe a day, maybe a day or two, and Adams would literally say, "Get out." 
or or Curtis Lewa would turn around and tell the mayor to get out. <laughs> but but th- these two would be like oil and uh, vinegar. And so uh, feral cats, feral cats. I have to be honest, even though I I have a a, a cat. And so in in getting ready for the show, uh, Frank Morano's getting ready for his show. Frank comes up at one a.m. this morning, and so Frank's hard at work as he always is every night. And and of and of course I interrupt him in the middle of his uh, preparations every night. And I'm like, uh, Frank, um, can I ask you a question? He says, uh, "What what's up, Dominic? What's up? What's up? What's up?" I said, "Frank, um, can you tell me what a feral cat is? Because I don't know what a feral cat is." And he said that a feral cat is basically a wild cat, a cat that's not domesticated. So my cat. My cat uh, doesn't want to chase anything anymore. My cat is like Beyonce is like is like leave me, you know. Hey, hey, Matt Blaze. So, so do, Beyonce is living large. Yeah, Beyonce's <laughs> living large. Beyonce's like feed me and Kenneth. Beyonce's like feed me. Yeah. Like, so I buy like these Slim Jims for cats now, <laughs> right, yeah. and now they got this liquid stuff for cats. And then and then Beyonce walks up and just looks at you with these wet eyes, and it's like. He's like, I got you, bro. <laughs> does he, does he even leave food. the house? Does he, does he no, go outside? No, 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 because I'm afraid that uh, that a wolf or a, <laughs> a bear or, 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 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> even no. just a deer. Well, in the summertime, in the summertime, I let him out. Right, okay. In the summertime, I let him out for five minutes. I watch him. I have a full gated backyard. Okay. You know, you have to legally with the pool stuff and so on. And so I just found that out that you got to have a full gate around, around right. the pool. And so uh, Beyonce and Doce, when he was alive, Matt, they would never. I got strange animals. I wanted them to go in the pool with me and swim with me. They're like, no, nope, <laughs> the nope, cat. Cats cat. don't go near water. Yeah, yeah. Cats hate water. Yeah, well, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> Beyonce is like, yeah, and will not go near the water. Uh-uh. And uh, Doce, when he was alive, he was like, yeah, homeboy, uh, I, I don't do the water. <laughs> not, you know? not happening. And so now I know. So a feral cat is a Kenneth is a wild cat. Mm-hmm. Yes, my aunt, my aunt's house she, in Long Island. She, she's like the cat lady. She's taken in seven feral cats already. Seven, seven. And but, I, but I thought that they're wild. So how could she, she, take she them took in? them? She trapped them in like the cat carrier, baited them with some treats, mm-hmm. and she has seven of them. My uncle's going insane. He's what? like, get these cats out of the house. And so you you can't really have them in the house. Is that what? No, the- you can, but she has like out of the out of the seven, probably like four or five of them will not interact with you. If you try to put your hand out, they try to scratch you. Wow! Like they still have that instinct, you know? Right, that wild, that wild uh, instinct. As long as you have food, though, they're fine. And but guys, I got to tell you the truth before I move on. Unfortunately, if it comes down to a battle between a cat and a rat, a New York City rat, I'm putting my money on the rat. I don't know, because if, if it's a feral cat and it's used to being out in the wild, it'll go after the rats. But won't the rat that's damn near as big as the cat turn around and bite the cat? Oh, it'll be a fight. Oh, it'll be a fight. It'll be a fight. But if you got a lot of feral cats, <laughs> Curtis brings a bunch of cats over to the building, and you know he can get the cats. So before I move on, explain this to me. Why would the mayor of New York take Curtis's bait? Because now Curtis is going to have a field day with this. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he has a field day about the mayor all the time anyway. Anyway. Now they get the mayor actually addressing <laughs> Curtis on anything. It doesn't even matter what it is. Curtis is going to go crazy with this. Can, can you imagine his show at, uh, at 1215 today? Oh, yeah. It, uh, it, it's going to be wild. It. Well, thank you very much, guys. And so, Mayor Adams, in this one, we see all the calls, folks. I promise we're about to get to them. Mayor Adams also teed off against uh, former Mayor Bill de Blasio, his team, putting de Blasio and his team on blast for, in Adams' word, leaving New York City in total disarray. I am so tired of the previous administration and their antics. Marsha, we've been in office for one year, and I am hearing the previous administration attack us on Rikers. They wanted to see Rikers closed down, that they failed at. 
They attack us on the Department of Health and what we did around COVID. They were constantly, we were months into office, must be two months into office, and they were criticizing everything we did. We kept the schools closed. We should have closed them. We kept the man, they wanted a mask mandate. We said, no, we want to get our economy open. Everything we do, the previous administration, I don't remember an administration in history that says we want a full frontal assault in the first year of an administration like the previous administration. I called Bill the other day. I said, Bill, what's going on? You know, what's going on? And then the Bill's comms guy, who's probably the worst comms guy in the history of communication, he, he's an expert on everything now. Get this, Chris. I want to make sure you get this. <laughs> the guy's an expert on everything. No matter what we do, all of a sudden, y'all say, okay, let me let me find someone to critique Eric Adams. You talk to everybody, and everybody says, no, we think Eric did the right thing. Oh, let's just find someone from the previous administration. And this guy, I'm going to attack Eric for everything. And you guys act like this guy is credible. Who cares what he thinks? <laughs> and the mayor went on for seven minutes about tearing into de Blasio. So much for that friendship, so much for that love fest between de Blasio and Eric Adams, two Democrats that love each other. Kumbaya, kumbaya. That relationship is dead. And, folks, the truth is you know that de Blasio is jealous that whether you like Adams or not, Adams is off to a somewhat decent start. And the fact of the matter is Bill de Blasio should have never, been the mayor of New York City in terms of uh, the output of his administration. It was all about his ego and playing to the far left and nothing got done. Universal, a pre-K, yes, but horrible mayor. Let's go. Let's go uh, back to the telephone calls. Billy in Rockland County. Good morning, Billy. What's on your mind? Yeah, uh, these are two morons, Curtis and the mayor, and the city's caught in between suffering. There's a million somewhat rats in the city, and Curtis thinks that a few wildcats are going to clean them all up. Okay, but wait, 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 but wait, Billy, wait, Billy, wait, stop. What do you mean you're not done? This is not your show. Stop for a second. I, I'm going to let you continue, but how dare you tell me you're not done? As a matter of fact, Billy, you are done. Let's lose that call. What I was about to say, Billy, before you rudely cut me off, is that. Curtis does make a good point about that it's being done with the feral cats in Chicago. But you didn't give me a chance to say that. I mean, anyway, I'm not, I'm going to keep moving. Let's go to uh let's go to Steve in Manhattan. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? All right, Big Dom and Curtis would end up kissing Adams, but that's what would happen. And uh, the thing with the uh, voting in the uh, for the Speaker of the House with the Republicans, they're having trouble with this. All right, you got 20 holdouts. Maybe you could call them true believers. Uh, the old saying goes, the true believers always win. Well, let's see that that happens. But you did bring up Adams and the all the illegals coming into this into the city and the state of New York and all over the country. Well, see, that's what the hard left wants. They want this country flooded because the people coming through that border are going to determine the future of America. People might have a hard time swallowing that right now, but they will be. If you got five million people in one and a half, two years, th- those are congressional districts. That's the the ability you're going to say what? Yeah, they vote. Illegals vote inside this country. They become part of the census and. In the country right now, Dom, if, if they will never address the illegal immigration issue because they want them inside this country. And what they're basically telling the American people is get used to it, accept it, because that is now your future. The hard left controlling everything. Okay, Steve, we uh, we thank you for the call. Um, but, but I do, as I've said recently, Steve, <laughs> I'd like for you to be able to tell me something one time that it doesn't, uh, the emphasis is not on the hard left every single time. But anyway, so I'm looking at uh, Steve Scalise, uh, the majority leader elect, his uh, daily schedule for tomorrow. And um, he's saying that uh, the House will meet at noon for legislative business. 
that's the name that's been bantered around as the possibility of um, a second uh, name, if you will, in Congress. We'll see how this is all going to play out because for Kevin McCarthy, I mean, think about this again, again, folks, think about this for a second. One of the demands that he's given into it, it, it used to be a majority of leadership of, of the Republican party of the party in, in control. And now just five Republicans want to start five Republicans want to start the removal of the speaker. So in other words, anything Kevin McCarthy does that this group of 20 does not like, he's done. He's done as speaker. And so it it just seems that the handwriting's on the wall. Uh, We'll see how this all plays out. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Joe in Rockland County. Good morning, Joe. Hey, Dominic, how you doing? This is Joe, the cop. I always speak to the retired cop from New York. Okay, go right ahead, Joe. Okay, uh, listen, I don't know what Curtis is doing with the cats, but that's not the answer, I'm telling you. I had one, a rat terrier, and they were bred to kill rats. That was their sole purpose at one time. So if he took like five or six rat terriers and took them to a location, I don't know where he'd get the dogs from, they would tear every rat up in that building in a matter of hours. So But you just that's said that's need. but wait, but you just said that's not the answer. No, I said the dogs are the answer, not the cats. Oh the dogs. The dogs. Yeah, the rat terriers. Okay, well, okay, all right. Well, I I mean I, I, I don't I don't I don't know. I mean we we we'll see, but Joe, I thank you for the call. We will see how this uh all plays out. It's gonna be interesting. Come twelve fifteen uh this afternoon when Curtis Sliwa is uh on the air. Uh because now now the mayor and Curtis are gonna go back at it again. And uh we'll see. Let's go to Audrey, our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Good morning. <laughs> nice show. Happy cracking up. Listen, um the rats um, the cats are called ferns, the, the street cats. Feral right? cats, feral cats. That's an I can't, but um, they, they're the ones that got rid of the rats that were around here. But then once the rats are gone, then the cats leave. But the thing with the, with the rat poop, um, I, I would probably beat that ticket because um, if you're not out there early in the morning uh, to sweep up your poop, then you're going to get a ticket, but you can fight it. But I tell you what, I think him and Curry should just let it go. Because uh, we got more important stuff to be doing. How you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm doing well, Audrey. Let me put it to you this way: Do you do you see a scenario where the mayor of New York City is going to be found guilty on a rat ticket? It's no. not. It's not going to happen. No, it's not. No, <laughs> and not. so I I don't even know why why we're going to go through this and waste the resources of a city lawyer to defend the mayor. It's not going to happen. And I feel really bad for this inspector that keeps writing these tickets because their career, give it six months, their career is over. They will be transferred. If 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 they if the farthest place for them to travel is the Bronx, that's where they're going. If the farthest place for them to travel is Staten Island, that's where they're going. This this inspector is going to war with the mayor of New York City. Not a good look. I don't care if the thank you, Audrey, for the call. I don't care if right is on your side. We have got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to New Jersey, Manhattan, Staten Island, Suffolk County, South Carolina, and the Bronx. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. And 
Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I don't know why I, I feel like a rapper for 15 seconds there, for like like a uh, like a, a rapper, Jay Z, Beyonce, Matt. You, you think I'm ready? You think I'm ready? You, you want the beat again? Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it again. Let's hear it again. Let's hear it again. Let, let's hear it again. Let's hear it again. You gonna rap with me, Matt? You gonna rap with me? I do want. You can rap. Back in the day, Let, let's, hear let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I have to. I have to remember my old rhymes. It's been a while. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll pass on the uh, on the rapping. Um, but I did rap as a uh, as a young man growing up in the Bronx. Seriously. Did you? So, yes. So. So there you go. There you, you go. You don't, you don't. You don't. have any more any any rhymes in your uh, no, 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 no tried, bars. I, I, tried, I tried singing the other day on the air uh, during uh, Greg Kelly's show, and and the gentleman called up and said I was that. He says you're making me feel good, Dominic. He said I no longer feel that I'm the worst singer ever. That title goes to you. So <laughs> so, so so I'll pass on that. But I'm looking at some of the emails that I'm receiving, and uh, from our friend Sal, a friend of the program, he says, I believe that Mayor Adams will never, he capitalized, never directly blame President Biden for the migrant crisis out of fear that President Biden will punish New York City by withholding federal dollars for anything the city needs and maybe send more migrants to New York City. Maybe it's time for New York to stop, capitalize, being a sanctuary city and redirect arriving migrants to other places as Mayor Lightfoot did. And uh, Sal's correct about that. Mayor Lightfoot said, no, 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 out the door you go, and uh, sent sent the migrants to um, suburbs of Chicago. Robert in Suffolk County, good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Go right I ahead, think, please. Yes. I think Eric Adams should declare a few things that New York City is not a sanctuary city anymore. And that if you have a sponsor relative in the city, a valid passport and a visa, you will be able to get a green card and work in this city and contribute to our society while you go through the process. But but it's not up to the mayor whether or not uh, they work. Uh, but I believe if you happen to have a green card, you can work. But as it relates to the migrants, it, it's not up to the mayor. That That is a, a federal policy. But, Robert, I, I appreciate your call. And I don't know about him declaring New York isn't a sanctuary city. That won't play well with the left. And uh, that's his base. And that's why we're in this mess to begin with, because the mayor, Kumbaya, opened doors for the migrants to come in. And as I predicted would happen, they have not stopped and will not stop. Let's go to Ed, Staten Island. Good morning, Ed. What's on your mind? Oh, good morning, Dominic. Joe the cop is dead right. You want a terrier. They're ratters. And uh, they're tiny. They're tough. They're smooth-coated. Uh, smooth my neighbor had one in Connecticut. They're good with kids. Uh, you just got to protect them from the larger dogs like pit bulls and German shepherds. But they're great. I mean, he's right. They'll tear up these rats. And but won't but these rats are bigger than some cats and dogs. Dogs they they herd sheep and cattle. Its size doesn't matter. It's they can intimidate them. Mm. So so you think it would be effective. Look, yeah, I'm, if if Curtis is listening right now, he should be Googling a rat terrier and, and a little bit of trivia. The, the name rat terrier was coined by Teddy Roosevelt, and he knew all about animals. He used to go on safaris just to learn about animals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, uh, again, at 12.15 today, uh, uh, p.m., it'll be very interesting to hear Curtis's uh, Curtis's uh, reaction uh, to Mayor Adams. But uh, who knows? Maybe Curtis will be the uh, rat czar. I mean, can you imagine that, Ed? Curtis Lewa in the uh, Adams administration? 
God, I would set up a, a lawn chair with a sandwich and make a day of it. <laughs> Thank I you. I would sell tickets. <laughs> it, it would last for a day because um, uh, Curtis would speak out of turn and tell the mayor something, and the mayor would tell him to get out. And then mayor, um, and then may, and then Curtis would hold a news conference with the cats in front of the mayor's uh, residence, and and then round two, here we go again. But thank I, you. I, go ahead, I don't Ed. know. Cots screwed up by not taking Trump's uh, help on the woman rink. I think if Eric Adams put it out there, he's got to live by it. Right. Well, and 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 at twelve fifteen today, Curtis Lewa may take the mayor of New York City up on his offer. So oh, I'll be listening. Yeah, be, be careful. Be careful what you wish for. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Steve in New Jersey. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Hey, Dom. Happy New Year. Same to my you. Comment, my comment it relates to two things you said, where you began with, about the McCarthy drama, and you said nothing's getting done. I come back there. But your love of rap, you know, my it, this ties in with my point, the bass. Did you ever hear that song, the bass? You know, that's, I, a, that's I, a good that's Wait, a good song. Which one, how does that go? How does that go, Steve? The be, uh, let Mr. Call Screener play. You got to listen to the whole song. If you just listen to the chorus, I didn't like it at first. Okay, you but listen. can you can you give me can you give me a little bit of it so I have an well, idea what you're talking about? Uh, yeah, it's a song. I, I, I so you don't want to you, you don't want to do a little bit. Uh, I'll call back another time <laughs> and I'll, I'll hum a few for it. I, 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 you. You have my word on that, okay? Let me make my point though. Okay, With Kevin McCarthy. If the to, to debate the base of the Republican Party, I happen to be uh, the base, okay? And that's what's really driving this. If the alternative, if the choices are get nothing done in Washington or advance the Biden agenda, we'd rather see the McCarthy drama drag on. Dominic, I, if it were me, up to me, I would like to have seen Kevin uh, McCarthy sworn in. As speaker, elected on the first ballot, and business business moving on. Okay, I think he's made he's made some big concessions. Of course, if I were a sitting member of Congress, I would have voted for him on speaker on the first ballot. Again, given the concessions, and we've talked about it already. Right, but here here's the second part. I think a lot of you on ABC are missing. Again, the base. Right, the bet. What this is not some bureaucrats in Washington that are holding this up or people in Congress. The base of the party is tired of getting fooled. We gave them power and now we want them we want them to stop. In our in our minds, and this goes to your caller a few callers ago, that guy Steve, he calls it the 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 left. I call it a soft commie coup. That's what the Biden Obama thing is all about. We want that stopped dead in its tracks. And we want to make sure there's no making deals with these people, Dominic, and that's what we want to be sure of. Again, I, if it were up to me, get get McCarthy, see and the House going. Okay, but wait, business. Steve, when you say but, but, there's no making deals with these people, define who these people are. The Democrats. The Democrats, what's running the Democratic Party now, I will be quite clear, is a bunch of – I call it a soft commie coup. They're soft because they're a bunch of cowards, Dominic, in, in, all, in all fairness. We know how the hardline communists operate by the barrel of a gun. That we're, we're fortunate that they're not there. Okay, but, but, but wait, to, Steve. But, but, wait, wait, wait. But, Steve, how, how are you going to get let, – let's say everything you just said is correct, right? How are you going to get anything done when the Democrats have the Senate – uh, uh, barely, but they have the Senate and they have the White House. So, well, well yeah, yeah. I, there's no legislation. I, I could tell. You, I, I don't foresee much. Like, look, you realize during two, the, the second term, uh, Trump's second two years, there was no le- meaningful legislation passed. None. Not, that's what's. That's the way it's going to be the next two years. Right? We're going to have to stand. That me being the base of the part, we're saying you don't make any deals with them, any concessions, because we know where they want to take the country. Right? Uh, they uh, radical left, soft, commie, coup, Marxism. However you want to, however you want to characterize it, they want the iron put the iron fist of government down on us. We don't want it. We want our freedom. That's what we're fighting for, Dominic. Our freedom. Okay. Right? So well, we're, go, ahead, go ahead. No, go, go ahead, Steve. Quickly before I have to move on. Uh, so, so we just want. Well, I, I, again, I would see them, see them tomorrow, please, please. But, however. The base is what's dry. That unlike to the Democratic Party is a top down, Republican Party bottom up. Think of it like that. The base is sending a message to the elected representatives: don't elect this guy speaker and sell us out again, like they have before. And you know they have. They have. Okay. Well, Steve, I thank you for the call, but I do think it's dangerous for a group of twenty to be dictating for an entire party. I, I think it's very, very dangerous, and I do not think it's good for the country. 
because basically it's a burn it down type attitude. And I, I hear you, but I don't think it's going to be effective. Tony, Tony in New Jersey. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Happy New Year, honey. Same I haven't to you. to you. I want you to stay healthy and take care of yourself. That's well, thank number you. one. Thank you. Uh, every day write down what you're doing so that you can keep track of the bad things and the good things. Just take two minutes to keep track of the major things you eat and stuff and what you're doing. But I have a new name for you. Your debate between your listeners is really becoming quite popular. So I'm going to dub you Sir Debate Dom. Wait, say it again. Sir Debate Dominic. The Debate debate Dominic? Dominic Debate. You know, because your debates are really a very big hit. I've been hearing that people like to debate each other. And so we could call you Mr. Debate. I just love it. I just love when we get people together. Thank you. And communicate. Thank you. You know, it's funny because um, I've done some very, very high profile debates and um, and Hillary Clinton wasn't happy after I moderated a debate with her. Um, I I did a debate for mayor between Mike Bloomberg and Bill Thompson. And uh, one of one of the debates that I did, I do have one regret. You know what? I'm going to um, take a break, Tony. Thank you for the call. So debate Dom, um, debate Dom, you said? Debate Dom. Debate Dom. Okay. Well, Tony, thank you. Thank you for that call. I I am going to tell you when I come back. We'll also have our our Carter Cares uh, segment. I am going to tell you one one, um, regret that I have following a ho- a high-profile debate that I did. We'll be right back. W-A-B-C. Highlighting stories that hit close to home, from your borough to your dinner table, this is Carter Cares. Mayor Eric Adams also accused Wednesday Colorado officials of sending migrants to New York City without giving his administration a heads up. But Colorado is fighting back the Democratic governor there. Uh, The governor says that of Colorado, that Colorado has out of, quote, dignity and, quote, respect provided transportation for some migrants who asked to travel to New York after first arriving in the great state of Colorado. And uh, a spokesman for the governor there says if the mayor is insinuating that people are being sent like Republican governors have been doing, he is simply incorrect. I don't know, folks. You put them on a bus from your state, it's rather convenient that you don't have the expense anymore and you ship it off to New York City. I mentioned, and I'm about to go to uh, Virginia and the Bronx, and then we'll continue with all the calls and coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, I do have one regret. One regret that I do have not talked about uh, from all the high-profile debates that I have done. And there's been a lot. Debates for governor. Again, I mentioned Hillary Clinton, Mike Bloomberg. And the one regret I have is we started something called the lightning round. And we started it because I'm not a meetings guy. I'm the type of guy that you have the producers and the executives sit in the meeting, and then you give me a briefing of what you're looking for in terms of the performance, and then get out of the way. I'm going to get the job done for you. But I'm not the type of guy that's going to sit in a meeting for hours at a time going over issues. I'm just not a meetings guy. So we're sitting in a meeting getting ready for one debate. And, and I literally said, I'm tired of these politicians talking and saying nothing. And so that's when we came up with the lightning round and you see the lightning round done everywhere now, but we did it at New York one about what 20 plus years ago. And the one regret that I have is it was a debate, a democratic debate for mayor. And the reason why, why i like the lightning round is because it's something the politicians could not prepare for. And if they didn't answer yes or no, the public and the live audience would shout them down, and it was embarrassing. So they had to answer yes or no. 
And one of the questions was, uh, would you send your child to New York City Public Schools? A real easy question. I put the question to Gifford Miller, who at the time was the city council speaker. And I did not know that apparently it was an issue in his household. And I asked the question of Mr. Miller, and he started stuttering. And then he called out his wife's name from the podium. I think her name was Pam. And he said, Pam, Pam, Pam. And that was the beginning of the end of his campaign for mayor. It made headlines the next day in the New York Times. And what I will never forget is I was in my dressing room, as I always am after a debate, and I'm trying to just, like, relax. And Gifford, Gifford Miller's mother, she's uh, she does a lot, a lot for the city of New York. I won't reveal the conversation. But let's just say she came to my dressing room, and she was not happy. She was not happy. And... Gifford Miller was always, you know, well-to-do financially from a well-to-do family, but I never had any problem with him. And uh, the question, a simple question like that, was the beginning of the end of his campaign for mayor. Let's go right back to the uh, telephone calls. Virginia in the Bronx, good morning. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. How are you? I'm well. I'm I'm glad. Happy New Year. And I hope you're well. Uh, Go ahead. Yes. I'm a little bit boggled by the fact that Curtis wants to even help the mayor. He did everything to keep Sydney away from the mayor. So what I don't understand is, is it an ego or something? Because to put these cats in this situation that they could get hurt, he does everything to protect them, he said. So don't you think there's something funny or off that Curtis would suddenly help the mayor when he is he jealous of Sid? I don't understand. I'm really boggled about you two broadcasters here on ABC. And I do listen to ABC every day. There was another station that said um, they said no thank you to Curtis when he offered. What what's, What is going on? Those are questions, and I'm not punting. Those are questions that you have to ask Sid. You, you can reach him in the morning on the morning show and ask Curtis. Uh, he'll be on at 1215. And you can ask him those questions. You can ask each of them directly. I I don't have any knowledge uh, as it relates uh, to to that situation. Um, so but, but what else, what were you really asking me there, Virginia, before I move on? I'm really asking you, is Curtis got an ego that he's trying to downplay Sid because Sid went with her giving out bags tonight with the mayor, that maybe he's getting close to the mayor, whereas we know that the mayor is an enemy, and at the same time, cats are going to get hurt trying to get rats. Right. Well, so when, you, when, you say the mayor's, when you say the mayor is an enemy, I, I don't agree with that. Um you know, you you may not like some of the mayor's policies, but but he's not an enemy. He 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 actually happens to be a pretty decent guy, if you if you sit down with him. And to be honest with you, I don't know what Sid was doing tonight with the mayor. I I just I just don't know. I didn't know they would. This is the first I'm hearing of this, and so well, I. He said it. On, he said it on the station. He's handing out. Uh, some t- uh, food or something to the homeless with the mayor no, tonight. I, I hear you, but, Virginia, but remember, I'm on at midnight. Sid is on at 6 a.m., so I don't get to listen to everything <laughs> that that, okay, Sid, that but, Sid may say. But Curtis did everything to stop Sidney from getting close to the mayor, and now he suddenly wants to jump in and help the mayor and at the same time harm his cats. Right. Well, Virginia, I hear you. Um, I hear you. I hear where you're coming from. Thank you for the call. You need to you need to take it directly to the two people that are involved. I can't speak for Sid and Lord knows I can't speak for Curtis. No one can speak for Curtis. It really is that simple to be Virginia, to be completely honest with you. So Curtis will be on this afternoon or he'll be on this weekend. And I strongly suggest you give him a call and ask him yourself directly. 
He's not shy. He'll take the call. Mike in South Carolina, good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. My head head was spinning with some of these callers, you know. And let's go, Cortland. Um, You know, Steve from Manhattan, once you get your own show on the Internet, you can talk about the hard left, the hard left, redundant, redundant. (laughs) And, you know, I looked out the window by the ocean, and I thought I saw maybe five, six feral cats. You know, and he's like, uh, hey, hey, Eric Adams, you know what? You're throwing verbal darts, uh, Rackzar, Curtis, and everything else. You want to sidestep President Biden on the migrant problem, okay, and everything else that's going on. You know, all you do is club with your three, you know, $1,000 suit like Sharpton, and maybe you can get Beyonce to join you in on a dance. Let's get real, man. Let's get real in the country. You know, it's, it's out of control. Totally out of control. I'll leave you with this, Dominic, and everybody. Uh, say a prayer for the uh, Buffalo Bills and DeMar Hamlin. And my son turned 28 on January 2nd. He was a wide receiver at Cortland. And you played football in high school. Yes. And I'll tell you what, Dom. What you said on, on your show last week about what Cortland meant to you when you were starting out, I say, wow. A round of applause. You've been in the business over three decades. And, uh, hey. You know, a round of applause for you, Dominic, and all the other good hosts. Frank is on the on-deck circle and everything else. I mean, let's get real, okay? Talk about the problems, Eric Adams. You know, on a scale of 1 to 10, if I was in the city, you would be maybe a 2, maybe, because, <laughs> uh, you know, things are out of control. Well, hey, Dominic, Mike, I, I, I appreciate your call. Thank you for the call. And let me just say this about SUNY Cortland. Uh, the State University of uh, New York uh, College of Cortland really gave me an opportunity, and it changed my life. You know, they gambled on a kid from the projects of the Bronx, and I have never looked back. And that's that's thanks to SUNY Cortland. And I'm joined now by Frank Marano, the other side of Midnight. Good morning to you, Hello, sir. Hello, Dominic. So what do you have coming up? This is going to be a fun show for the next four hours because you know I have a lot of interests. And this is going to be one of those shows where whatever you're interested in, we have something that's going to scratch your itch. You're interested in the speaker's race and what's happening in Washington. we got Brian Kilmeade. We're going to break that down. You're interested in Atlantic City. We're going to talk with a reporter from the Atlantic City Press. You're interested in aliens. We have an g- expert on the ancient alien hypothesis. If you're interested in cabinets, we have the finest cabinet maker in the state of New Jersey, happens to be named Frank Morano. Wait, I, th- I thought you had your own cabinet. Uh, nah, <laughs> I, 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 so we found the real Frank Morano that does this. He's going to join us in a half hour. I thought you were the real Frank Morano. <laughs> Not <laughs> when it comes to cabinets. Who's on first? <laughs> we're, maybe What's we'll, on second? Maybe we'll switch jobs one Who's week. on third? Is that the way Is that the way joke goes? Uh, well, 80% <laughs> There. Third base. <laughs> Frank Morano, the other side of midnight coming right up after news headlines with Alex Barnard. Have a great day, folks.